you might think that a pandemic would be a great equalizer. But data shows that low-income and racialized communities have it even worse. Today I'm in Western Toronto to meet with a guy named Shikoi Frey. He works in a blue, low-slung building near Lawrence and Weston Road. There are several brown utilitarian apartments standing tall behind that little blue building. A sign at the entrance reads, Front Lines. There are letters on the window that tell the community, this is a youth center. So, how's everybody today? Shakoi's dressed in a gray zip-up sweater, blue jeans, and a baseball cap. His demeanor is just as laid back. He's really nice, but not outgoing. Shakoi works at Frontlines, planning and delivering programs here in Weston. But what I try to do is give them leadership skills where there could be leaders in the community. It's something he's trying to do in the middle of a global pandemic and in the middle of one of the hardest hit communities by COVID-19. According to the most recent Toronto neighborhood profile, the median household income in Weston is a lot lower than the city's average. Most people here are visible minorities. Pay attention to the music excerpt you'll hear. The artist will tell you what it's like to call this place home. If you're not from here, just make sure you know someone that's from here. <laughs> <laughs> but Chikoy is. That's why he's made it his mission to work with youth in this area. I can't abandon where I'm from if things get bad, right? So I feel like in, I, need to, I need to be there to, to, to support the community because it's what raised me. It's a beautiful day. I'm looking out the window and the trees are red and it's really pretty. I reached out to Joyce Nyhoff Young. She's on the board of directors at Frontlines and she's lived in what she calls a nice pocket of Weston for almost 30 years. Weston is not an easy community to grow up in. These kids have often very difficult home lives, single parent families, low income families, um, families like all of us with mental health issues. But when you're vulnerable, those kind of issues have a greater impact. And there's gang violence in the community and gun violence. She says she's seen these problems firsthand and they need a solution. And one of the ways to strengthen a community is to strengthen their children. So me and my friends, we would like go to a lot of the stores and like, like say at Christmas time, going shopping, buying Christmas presents. Before we walk in, we used to be like, oh, you guys can't come in here. And we're like, why not? We're buying something. Oh, you guys can't afford things. So like they would say that they would say like that outright. yeah all right like going to the mall and stuff like that. Shikoi tells me he's experienced the same stereotypes as youth in this community. You shouldn't do that because I could have saved up my money all year for all you care and have my money to save up to buy a gift for somebody and I'm getting denied access just because how I look. It isn't just racial stereotypes that are a problem. Weston is labeled as one of the most poorest writings in the city. Um, high dropout rates, so people, a lot of people feel like people from this area are very uneducated and um, can't get jobs and things like that. He says people end up having to work twice as hard just to prove themselves. Still, it's about encouraging youth to succeed. Not being exposed to certain things and only thinking there's like one way to life and there's only 
like there's only a b c options and not x y and z options so it's just like it's just like knowing more of what's out there and letting them know they're worth it some kids are very bright and they should be given these opportunities that other areas that aren't labeled like this should get an opportunity waits for no one even in a pandemic um everything exactly the same still trying to connect with them trying to relate with them Giorgio, you're new peterson you missed it last time so the city is working with us to help um can the community youth in the community lead um either if it's an event right now shakoi is doing a leaders and training program with a group of high school aged kids yeah, so basically um like again the city is giving organizations money to do um to bring awareness to the in injustice within communities racialized communities um, police brutality and stuff like that He's having the youth come up with ideas to deliver to the city, and it's all taking place through their computer screens. He's here at front lines, they're at home. The toughest part is remembering that you have to stay away from people. Um, I feel like a lot is lost with the interpersonal communication because of the social distancing and virtual programming that we do. Shakoi, let me talk to the youth in this program. So anyone who wants to answer can jump in, I guess. Um, how does COVID keep you away from front lines or make you less likely to participate even if the program is good? That was Peterson. He's new to the program. Thanks, Peterson. Thanks. It's kind of hard because you don't, you don't know if you're reaching them on that emotional emotional level like and you that's really do and that's really important the slums the guns the drugs the hatred the love are from jail the crimps the bloods the gators the thugs that song you just heard is by a guy named marlon morgridge i met him at Frontlines. how old are you <laughs> i'm old <laughs> i'm 41. really yeah he tells me in his teens, he was charged with attempted murder. Somebody came into the community where I was raised and tried to make me and fellow residents intimidated by trying to hold us hostage. Growing up at Weston in Trithui, which is right up the street from Frontlines, he'd been in shootings before. He knew all too well what happens. At the time, it was his life or the other person's. Thank God I didn't kill the person. Marlon's working at Frontlines now. He visits the nearby Falstaff community. He hands out meals, hygiene kits, gift cards, and back-to-school supplies. He tries to get the youth to come to the center. There's a lot of shootings and stuff going on over there, so by speaking to the parents and getting my face familiar in the community weekly, yeah. that really helped out. It's, you have to build a trust. It's about building something different than what he grew up with. Marlon's on the other side now because he used to go to Frontlines when he was younger. He remembers the way the center brought together people from all around the Jane area. Nothing's changed really. It's like just a new generation out here. But because I'm a person from the community that actually been through experiences that they actually have been through or probably still going through, I'm a person that they can actually talk to, can probably relate to them best by me sharing my story. 
I asked Shakoi what it was like to grow up here, and his answer honestly surprised me. I see like people more community, more loving. Like if you're from here, they take care of you. But after just a couple hours at Frontlines, I kind of get it. Picture a rose that grows from hard, unnourishing concrete. The pandemic forced a lot of the world to slow down, but right smack in the middle of a COVID hotspot, they've made more than the best of it. We're able to create new programs and certifications that support youth, youth in the pandemic. We're able to provide meals and groceries to our community, um, which we normally wouldn't be able to do before because of all the things we're doing in person. So it allows us to connect with our community more and just provide other resources for them. Shakoi sees the impact of his work when youth graduate. Because when I first came here, a lot of these kids, they weren't talking about that. And then to see, I've been here for two years. So the kids I've seen graduate, go to college, come back, get jobs in the summer. So just to see them grow like that, that's the happiest thing for me. I spoke to Angela. She's in high school and regularly comes to Frontlines. I wanted to know what she's still doing here during the pandemic. So I live here, I've been living here all my life, and I feel like, why not try and make a difference? Why not try to like get to know people from my community? You can make a difference with someone no matter how small you think it is. Mohit Rathod was the producer, and I'm Jermaine Ma, reporting in Toronto for Say News.